Cool. Hold on, let me make a drink. Oh, okay. Hey, dingus. What's up? What is the name of the team that Bobby Boucher plays for in The Waterboy? The Mud Hens. I can't Close. remember. The Mud Somethings. South Central Louisiana State University Mud Dogs. Mud Dogs, I knew it. Welcome to Man vs. Model, the only podcast in the multiverse that pits humans against machines in a pre-apocalyptic college football predictioneering battle royale to the death. Here is your host, me, Casey, the Platinum Toaster Splutz Tosser. Why did I say Mud Hens? Uh, the Mudhens are a minor league oh, team. Oh, right. They I have a like, cool hat. Yeah. I, just, I know that's a team, but it's also weird, because what the fuck is a Mudhen? Yeah, I don't know what a Mudhen is. Hmm. Legion. Tell us. Tell us. What, a, what, is, what is a Mudhen? Is that like another name for like a dirty like alley pigeon or something? Well, you know, like uh, crawdads are called mudbugs. Yeah, exactly. Like so a, yeah, something. It's like a rat with wings. Yeah. I think I like that. Yeah, it's like a, dirty, it's a back alley pigeon. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, no Kenny again tonight. He, oh, yeah, that's right. He's in he's uh, Galaxy's Edge. He's a, that's out there catching that COVID, that Delta. <laughs> he's going to bring it back to us, too. You know yeah, probably. Probably. Um, Dingus, how's it going? It's going It's going pretty good. Um, you know, I, I have taken a hiatus, uh, a long hiatus from social media. Yeah. And I'm pretty happy with the results psychologically uh, in terms of the time that I have gotten back. Sure. But. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. You fucking ruined me, you dick, <laughs> as you always do. <laughs> because now I, won't, I was looking at college football TikTok. And I was oh, like, yeah. And I was like, man, we can do better than this shit. Yeah. So I went out and bought, like, $150 worth of stupid shit that I don't even know how it works. <laughs> and so uh, we're going to try, we're going to try uh, to put out a TikTok yeah. and see how shitty it is. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to try to do some TikToks. Uh, I don't know if you'll catch us dancing, do any of the TikTok dances. Kenny will for Kenny, sure. Yeah, Kenny probably do the TikTok dances. But yeah, we're, uh, maybe announce some picks throughout the year. Yeah, maybe TikTok. some picks. Yeah, just kind of, you know, just put out stupid content that nobody will watch. Hey, all right. <laughs> that's what, we, that's what we're good that's at. That's what we do. That's, <laughs> that's what we, we do. do. Just waste our time. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I, I was wasting time on Twitter like 24 hours a day. Yeah. So now I'll just waste time making TikTok well, videos. Yeah. Well, that's not. That's all right. At least you're being creative with it. Kind of. You know. Kind of. Well, they have that guy on TikTok that you showed me that like judges your, or helps you with your golf swing. Oh, so yeah. So it's like the educational. Wolf, yeah. The Wolf of Golf. Yeah. The Wolf of Golf. Yeah. Like, what a dick. But like, that's a stupid name. <laughs> Whatever. I like him. He's funny. <laughs> He's actually really funny. Yeah. He, I mean, and then Manello. Oh, yeah. Man, golf TikTok's strong. Yeah. Golf TikTok rules. Yeah. Yeah. Man, okay. Yeah. Anyway. So I guess before we dive into the Pac-12, um, things have certainly escalated in the conference realignment since we last talked. Uh, yeah, Texas what? and Oklahoma have officially asked for invites to the SEC. Oh, they asked. Okay, so they did ask for that because I know they'd asked, yeah. they asked. They gotten out of their 2025 or because the, their contract rights end at 2025. 2025. So they said that they're going to be done with the Big 12 in 2025. 2025. Okay, so the Big 12 has a few years to figure out what to in the fuck they're, they're going to do. do. Yeah, and so and rumors are everywhere. Because I I read that Ohio that the SEC is now courting Ohio State or maybe vice versa that Ohio State uh, and Michigan and Clemson. Mm-hmm. And maybe one more Penn State, maybe or probably need one more. Yeah, are, are being courted or are courting the SEC. Yeah, so it's hard to say what's going to happen. I mean, my preference 
I don't know about you, but my preference would be four super conferences. I do not want to go to two mega conferences. I want just the four I'm, super conferences. But what? But how would they break out? Because because if you're I the don't big, know. Because if because the SEC is going to scoop up. I mean, Clemson geographically makes sense. Florida and my Florida and state and Miami makes sense geographically. Yeah. But if you're the if you're the Big Ten, aren't you going? I'm I'm taking up the SA, I, I want the ACC if I'm in charge of the Big Ten I'm like well, they're gonna, they're, yeah, they're going to try and get Notre Dame no matter what I bet they're right. trying to get Notre Dame Notre Dame must say no <laughs> yeah and but the ACC here's the deal though the ACC rights are up in like 2036 right but and I mean so there'd, there'd have to be a shitload of money paid right back so I don't know what the well, how feasible that is but I mean but you you have to start trying to outflank the SEC if well, you're these bigger conferences that's and that's why people are saying that, like Kansas. And Iowa State makes sense academically, but they don't make sense any in any other way. You don't want Kansas in your league. Well, I mean basketball, basketball, basketball you wise, would. and and their and their academics are strong. Yeah, KU it's just a, that like man, the SEC gets you know I, Texas okay. and Oklahoma, yeah. and you get Kansas yeah. and Iowa State. Okay, so, so then I've been hearing that like you know maybe the Big Ten should go after the Pac-12, like Oregon, USC, UCLA, Cal. Which kind of makes sense as well. I mean, like the Big Twelve makes the most sense regionally. Yeah, to go after some of those, especially the Big Twelve North. It's just those teams are terrible, and you don't want them. And there, but there's no, and there's no, there's no national brand. There's no eyeballs. Right. Like there's no market. I mean, if you are the uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying is if you if you are the Big Ten, you have to start thinking about who to poach. It's slim pickings. Yeah, you know, yeah. out there, unless you're going all the way, you're gonna have to go west. Well, either west or south, and try to po- and like go, like fuck regions. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, I don't and think just regions. go like I'm taking Clemson, Notre Dame. Yeah. You know, and and like Florida State, Miami is like North, North Carolina, maybe. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't like. I don't like it. Just because, like, I, like, it, like the the Texas Oklahoma thing put a through uh, such a weird wrinkle in this. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like I don't. Know how, it seems like the SEC is going to take over college football, freeze a bunch of teams out, and just like run their own league. Yeah, yeah. Which could, theoretically, could yeah, which is possible. Yeah, they they could add like eight more teams, have twenty a twenty four team conference, right? And, and just then say ditch, ditch fuck the NCAA, themselves. fuck yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Like you guys do your own thing. Like whoever wins this is the national champion. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and you guys can do your own thing. Yeah, <laughs> man, that would suck. Yeah, so I don't know. I was really excited, you know, with conference realignment, but now this kind of throws just everything that you're hearing. Just it throws everything. There's there's nothing not in play right now. Right. Like it is just crazy out there right now. Like who knows what's going to happen? And, yeah. And it, and it, I don't think it's going to be good. Right. No, because play. What's what does a place like Nebraska do? Yeah. You know. I mean, ne- you you get grandfathered in because you have like a history. Yeah, or, I mean, I think their brand should be strong. They bring enough eyeballs to the table, but they're going to have to start winning. Right. Like, you have three years, two, three years, four years. Well, the the Big Ten, I just re- uh, heard today, their uh, rights are up in 2024. Right. So they have three years. You have three years to start winning. Right. I mean, because the other thing is, is like, you know, if you're trying to form super conferences, are you cutting out your dead weight? Like, what the hell do you need Rutgers for? Well, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the other thing. You know? Yeah. So like buy Maryland, buy Rutgers, like go find a new conference because we're bringing in Notre Dame and whoever the fuck else. Yeah, know? yeah. And then there's there's rumors that Penn State maybe wants to go to the ACC. Yeah, like, I've I mean, seen just, I've seen that. It's just like it's just crazy. So I know we were all really excited about it and excited about a playoff expansion, but uh, maybe you know you get what you ask for. <laughs> well, there's yeah, also I, mean, I wonder how I wonder how much of this is also tied to that playoff expansion because you ruin like you ruin the entire playoff expansion idea by doing this. Yes. 
Yeah. Because you can no longer have conference championships if you don't have conferences anymore. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, so that maybe this all goes that large, or maybe, I mean, I don't really know yeah. how that works, but like, I don't know how. I'm just saying, like, it's interesting the timing of it. Yeah. Because I wonder if they're just like, no, fuck you. Like, we don't want to go to 12. And so this was like their, like, nuclear option. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. It's hard to say. Uh, also, the Big 12 filed a cease and desist um, order against ESPN today. Why? Because they said that they, they feel like they were meddling. Oh, that really? They, that they were the instigators of pulling Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC. No, I think Texas is just being fucking Texas. <laughs> Texas doing Texas things is what's <laughs> happening here. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're leaving Oklahoma. Like, you better come with us because you know then we'll have like all the power. Yeah. But uh, this seems like a very Texas type move to me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's ESPN, like, and you know, well, ESPN owns the pushed it over the yeah, top. They, they own the Longhorn Network, right? So you never know. You know, it's a big conspiracy. I mean, I don't know. We'll try and keep you up to date through the season as we hear things and um, as stuff gets going. So it's going to change everything in the next five years. We won't recognize college football. Nope, absolutely not. I mean, as it is now, so. All right, Dingus, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, your overview of the Pac-12? Oh, yeah, we're talking Pac-12. Pac-12 tonight. Yeah, that's right. All right, yep. all right. Uh, well, I know that you dudes pop, like, these huge woodies when teams have a lot of returning players. Yeah. You love it. Huge boners. So uh, get ready to sit there bulging awkwardly while I talk you through this, okay? Okay. <laughs> ready? Great. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tuck it in my waistband. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eight of the top 15 teams in, the, in, in terms of productivity, according to Bill Conley, are from the Pac-12. Nice. Eight of the top 15. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I know you love midshipmen on shore leave, yeah. Casey. Well, throwback to like season three, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but if you like upperclassmen, even half as much the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve rather is going to be a, an absolute cream dream cream for dream. you. I love that saying, cream dream. cream dream, cream dream, a little tenacious D, I believe. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, just like your nurse at, a, at your junior high school physical, I'm going to flick your schnoodle and deflate the shit out of that disgusting horror show real quick <laughs> because. Uh, because a lot of returning production came from teams that only played four or five games. Legion yeah. knows as well as I do returning production don't mean shit if, uh, A, your returning players suck ass, B, you don't return the right kind of production, and B, you have a four-game sample size. But that said, I do think the race in the South is pretty interesting. And there could be even, you know, the the, the, the Pac-12 honestly could, could turn up a unicorn-like uh, playoff berth this year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little far fetched. Yeah, it's a little far fetched. Yeah. But I mean, USC is going to be one of the best offenses in the nation. They yeah. got the, the, if, if the defense can turn it, you know, turn it up a notch or two, they're going to be in the conversation. I mean, UCLA showed, you know, little the old Chip Kelly mojo last year. Utah has yep. has a lot to look forward to. Yep. Oregon's yep. going to be good. I know I was talking about the South, but Oregon's yep. going to be really good. Yep. And there's a lot of talent. Mario Cristobal's got things going there. Um, I, I hate to say it, even uh, even Colorado yes. is going to be sneaky good this year. They don't have a chance at the playoff, but like, but they're going to shake things up in that yes. conference. So I don't know. The, the north the north is boring to me because Oregon's just going to run through that. I yeah. think like yeah. fucking chicken wings on Saturday morning. <laughs> through, what you know? <laughs> like run through me. Oh, got you. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Chicken wings on Friday okay, night gotcha. Saturday right. morning is a is kind of like, like Oregon in the north. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, a lot of poop and dick jokes already. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, the North is uh, boring, especially with Leech gone. That yeah, sucks. But yeah. anyway, I just, just I'm going to keep an eye on the South. I think the South is going to be cool. So cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and I do love some returning players. I'm gonna we're going to talk all about returning players. Yes, we are. Because uh, that's all we can talk about. So <laughs> you can suck, suck it. What? Yeah, you can suck it. That's not very nice. First off, we're going to go with the Arizona Wildcats. Over-under is a uh, paltry 2.5. Gooch. Uh, minus 125 on the over and minus 105 on the under. So, Dingus, 
Yep. Do you know the name of the new head coach of Arizona? Nope. Ted Jed Fish. Ted Fish. Ted Fish. Something like yeah, nope. it's something like that. <laughs> I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, uh, he, I had came over for Sumlin, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah Sumlin yeah. got fired after the seventy to seven fucking smoking the Ooh. Sun Devils put on him. Yeah, I had no idea who this guy was. He had twelve coaching jobs between college and pro in twenty years. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I guess good or really bad. I was gonna say, so I guess he knows a lot of coaches. <laughs> okay. So uh, so you know. Anyway, this team's gonna be bad. Uh, they don't have a returning quarterback nor any significant skill players. The bright spot will probably be the defense. If Fish, hi- uh, as Fish hired former Michigan defensive coordinator Don Brown, so the defense will probably be okay. Maybe. Uh, I have only one win on the schedule, and that being Northern Arizona. I do think they have a toss-up game versus Wazoo. No way. I don't think Wazoo is going to be very good this year. Ooh, we're going to fight on that point. But I will get to that here in a bit. So will I. <laughs> so I think that's a resounding. Under. Yeah, dude, like you said, Arizona State 10 x the Wildcats yeah. last year. Uh, and that wasn't a fluke because Zona lost three more games by more than two scores. Trying to overhaul that level of shittiness and breaking in a new quarterback, as you said, no real threats on the edge or in the backfield and a new defensive coordinator. I mean, I mean, look, maybe, maybe their new quarterback is the second coming of Johnny Unitas or J-Unit, okay. as the kids call him. Yeah, that's you, true. You know, that's, what the, that's what the Zoomers call him, I think. Yep. Um, anyway, that's I'm exactly getting really into TikTok, so... yeah. Uh, I know a lot it. about you got I know it. a lot about being young and suddenly. Yeah. Um I don't know maybe the coaches are biding their time and their whole career have been biding their time their whole careers on their on their journey as you might call it but maybe they're like ready to emerge as the powerhouse juggernauts they've always been but I don't know. You know this team is going to be lucky to win 3 games and you know I'm not betting on any of the variables than play here. I think staying away is the right thing to do. But if you're an insane degen and you need to, and you feel the need to bet the Arizona season total for some fucking weird reason, I guess take the under and then go to rehab and read the fucking Bible or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think the Bible said not to <laughs> don't bet on Arizona don't, state season totals. That's right. Yeah, probably it's in there somewhere. It's in Leviticus, I'm sure. Yeah. Next up, we have the Star- Stanford Cardinal. Over-under is four. Minus 115 for the over and minus 115 for the under. So odds are saying they don't really have any idea what's going to happen. And I'm going to be honest with you, I probably don't either. Uh, did you know that Stanford has not finished a season ranked in the top 25 since 2017? Was that when Christian McCaffrey was last there? Or did he leave earlier than that? May have left the year bef- right before that. Okay. I don't remember. Cause he, How long was Bryce Love? Was Bryce Love? Did, he, did Bryce yeah. Love follow Christian McCaffrey? Yes. That, was, that was Bryce Love's like huge, huge year. Yeah. Okay, so that might yeah, that might have been. The, so he, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, that's that is a, interesting because Bryce Love, was, I mean, because yeah, they must have, their defense has gone really, really downhill. Mm-hmm. And they've lost like a lot of like wide receivers. You, yeah. know, you know what I mean? So it's crazy, but it's crazy because I think David Shaw is a good coach. Mm-hmm. But researching this team this year, I, I think he may be on the hot seat. Uh, the offense was decent last year, but they're going to have a new starting quarterback. The receiving core only returns one touchdown for production. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are you not counting uh, tight end touchdowns or what? Because the, the one of their tight ends had a TD in addition to that receiver. Oh, I was just looking at the top. Maybe the, maybe he's not in the top four oh. returning yeah, the, guys. Well, what, what, the, there's a receiver yeah. who had a touchdown. Like, <laughs> okay, your point still stands. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, I think there are two. I think there are two. Yeah. Okay. So two touchdowns. <laughs> that's fifty percent. That's a that's a hundred percent more. That's true. That is true. Hundred percent increase. So you're so far off. 
that's absolutely true. So I, I think they'll even take a step back from their average numbers of last year. Defense should be a little bit better with eight returning. On but, the defense? But they were awful last year against the run. They were ranked 112th nationally. That's what I'm saying. How can – like? If you're yeah. returning a bunch of shitty players, like how do you, how much improvement are you expecting? Yeah, not very much. I'm saying I said a little, a better. little bit better. Okay, yeah, so like a okay. hundredth. <laughs> okay, okay. So they're at twelve. <laughs> Got it. Okay, might be enough to sneak out something. <laughs> like an extra point or two, like <laughs> yeah. here or there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, gotcha. the schedule doesn't help them out any as they have to play the three top teams from the other division: USC, UCLA, and Utah. I only see one for sure win at Vanderbilt and only three toss-ups versus K-State in their first game. I think it's going to be a really interesting game. It'll be a really good game for both of those teams to see where they are at. Um, at Washington State and at Oregon State. Yep, the Beavers are a toss-up for Stanford. So that's where I think they are this year. So this is an easy, another easy under for me and another and another possible quest for two candidates. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, this is not an easy under. Uh, I, I mean, I would be fucking shocked if Stanley is in the quest for two convo. I, I, I don't, I don't. Your your general premise isn't totally bananas. Yeah, Stanford does have to replace key players on offense, and while simultaneously facing one of the toughest schedules in the conference. You know, in top fifteen, I think Probably. I read in the yeah. nation. Yeah. The good news is the players have to, they have to replace weren't very good last year. <laughs> so you're right; they have a good coach, but they're they're bringing in a they have a blue chip quarterback in Tanner McKee, okay, who is going to get the starting nod. It looks like he's le- at least listed as the right now the presumptive starter. Okay, um, so the ceiling might be higher than you're giving him credit for. Uh, they also returned their two most productive backs from last year. Okay, but what you said about their returning wide receivers is pissing me off. Okay, <laughs> I mean, not really, but. <laughs> I still step into my office, Casey, because okay. we're gonna we're gonna have a little talk. I'm gonna fucking fired. I'm gonna see it because you're fucking fired. <laughs> anyway, um, no, look, I mean, you, I, I'm just saying you, you could have just as easily pointed out that Stanford returns the majority of the receiving productivity, right? So, uh, you know, they get back more than half of the number the number of receptions and more than half of the number of yards back. So, like, you know, wh- so what if t- touchdown passes went to upperclassmen last year? Like, how does that? translate to who will catch touchdown passes this year like somebody's going to catch them are they are they going to throw no touchdown passes? no touchdown passes <laughs> okay great. no great. You, you you know that like new guys step up sometimes and turn out to be stars right or like good good producers or True. i don't know yeah. transfers show up sometimes yeah. and like okay. they catch a bunch of touchdowns yeah. Yeah. um maybe the maybe this group catches more touchdowns than the pathetic ass wipes last year who only got like seven or something like that that's fair okay but, that's fair I don't know. I just want on the record again that I've done the analysis and returning starters and returning pr- productivity, like indexes, like, like you know Bill Connolly publishes. They're just not very good predictors of future win totals. Um, and you kind of cherry pick that touchdown step. So let me give you my cherry pick. Gotcha. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, in returning productivity, last year, according to Bill Connolly, uh, Georgia Tech returned eighty four percent of their productivity, tied for first in the nation. And then they proceeded to go three and seven. Year before that, in twenty nineteen, they were three and nine. So what do you think about that fucking uh, awesome improvement, Casey? Um, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good job reading. Not the best color man in the <laughs> sport and in the game for nothing. No, no uh, that's just one example, though, cherry-picked, I, I admit. So maybe we should just see how terribly some of the lowest-ranked teams uh, in terms of productivity performed last season. Let's see. Uh, I'll just name a few other teams here that returned less than 60% of their starters. Um, you know, These are teams that were ranked, ranked like 80th or lower in, in returning productivity. Okay, you ready? Yep. There's Notre Dame. Okay. Alabama. No, Alabama doesn't count. Clemson. Okay. Ohio State. Okay. Oklahoma. Okay. And fuck it, why not? Liberty too. Okay. Those are the teams. That's what returning, pro- like, yeah. you know, I'm just saying returning productivity, if you're going by that, they should have been not 
all playoff teams are yeah. in the playoff conversation, yeah. Liberty notwithstanding. But, you know, let's let's try it the other way. Okay. Top teams in returning productivity, the very top. They should be really good teams, right? They, or they should show at least, you know, vast improvement. Well, there's Virginia Tech, 80% plus returning. They went 5-6, and six, three games down from an eight-win season in 2019. Okay. Uh, Houston, ranked number three, went 3-5. Three and five. Houston doesn't count. Okay. Fine. I'll get <laughs> like Illinois. They had 78% coming back. They fired Levy after just two wins in 2020, but they had six in 2019. Okay. That's, that's a four-game step back. So, I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard. You know, all we know is what we know, right? Like, what we know from last year. Uh, What do you mean? Like, all we know is what we know. Like, all we know is we don't, like, we can't put in... Oh, you mean at this New point guys, in the season? Yeah, it's like it's so early. Like we we don't none of these guys have played in games, right? So like all we know is the guys that did play games. You're playing games in, what? So, from last year. From last year. Yeah. Okay. So, I so we so so you would ass, you would make the assumption that they will get better. Obviously, nope. that doesn't always right count. And you know you. But like think about Adrian Martinez, right? Like yeah, he's just all he's done is gone downhill from from year one. Yeah. Like, there's just yeah. so many. I mean, I know I, I, you know again we're cherry picking examples, yeah. but like. It's just that you know, there's so many. There's so, at least in my mind, there's so many times where you know you get regression to the mean, where yeah, you get a team that that's did, fair. did really well mm-hmm. one year, and yeah, they return a lot of people, but like you know, you know, the next year they don't have such a great year because, like I said, like just like Adrian Martinez did, you know, he regressed hard to the mean. Yeah. You know, ever since his like come out his breakout season. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, I mean I guess you would just assume. I guess, like, I don't know. I guess I always just assume that, like, you get more experience, therefore you know what to do in certain in, in certain situations. You get bigger, stronger, faster. Sure, sure. You know, throughout the off season, as you were a year now that you're a year older. Right. You know, so but that happens to everybody else too, right? No, so no, 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 yeah. So you're always yeah. like relative to everybody else. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone's getting better. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just freaking me out that everyone's focused on this, and we we like that all the data suggests that like it it's not predictive. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, we have to be careful because, like, because Bill Conley argues, and I think I don't, I don't have any reason not to da- not to, not to doubt. You know, I don't have any reason to doubt him, but you know, he's like, he's like, if, when you get into the extremes, when you're returning like thirty five percent or lower of your yeah. productivity, you start to see some pretty dramatic on on average, you start to see some pretty dramatic decreases in in performance. Which makes sense, right? Sure, and and but the thing is, is like I, as I was saying, like at the top, eighty percent, eighty five percent didn't fucking matter. Yeah, didn't matter and, at all. Yeah. And in so, fact, it was almost like a regression, like right. you said. So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah, it is weird. Um, I still am going to count it. God damn you. <laughs> this is why you're a human and not, I mean, damn it. Yeah. I can't convince you of anything. I can show you all the data and you won't. Anyway, I agree with you. <laughs> Sanford could go under. Three wins at the worst, five at the best. Uh, four, I think, is most likely. I don't think they're in the quest for two combo. Um, but it, but this, this total is way too close for me to, to even consider betting. Next up, we have the Colorado Buffaloes over under at four and a half. Uh, once again, minus one fifteen, minus one fifteen. So for both the over and the under, you so, want to go first? Yeah, go ahead. No, no go ahead. you go because no, I just talked a lot. Oh, are you sh- okay? I'll go first. That's fine. All right. Um, so here's the thing with the Buffaloes. 
I think they're going to be much better than the record will be this year. I think they're going to be in a lot of close games. Uh, Carl mm-hmm. Durrell wasn't hired until late February of 2020. Okay. And then they didn't even have any practices till late October of last year. Mm-hmm. And they won their first four games. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> so now with a more normal season, I expect more progress. They returned the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year with yeah. running back and Jarek Broussard. Good. Did you yeah. watch him play last yeah, year at all? Yeah, he's, he's really, really good. good. Yeah, he averaged 149 yards a game. Yep. Uh, schedule-wise, I think they have two wins. Arizona, obviously, Northern Colorado, and only two toss-ups at Arizona State and, and home versus Oregon State. Mm. Um, I will, I, and I'll get to, I'll get to both of those teams here soon. You know, they get Minnesota at home, so maybe that's you know Is the more Minnesota I think about it, good. The, yeah, the more I think about it, they have them in Bol- they get them in Boulder. Right. So I think there is you know, in, in, especially in Colorado, there is that altitude kind of. Mm. You know, home home field advantage kind of sure. a little bit. So I guess two wins and three toss ups. So I think the under four. I think under the four and a half. But they are definitely going to mm. put a scare into some of the upper teams in the Pac twelve yeah, this year. I so, agree with that. So I think they're going to have a lot of close games, and this will be a nice building year for Carl Durrell. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is this is a tough one to handicap because, um, like you said, you know, Colorado four and two last year looks pretty good as a year one start for Carl Durrell. Um, but what scares me is that their only good wins last year were against UCLA and Stanford by a combined nine points. Like you said, they were, yeah. they were in a bunch of close games, and when they but when they played good teams like Utah and Texas, they got totally shelled. So I don't know. The key for Colorado this year, which they did not do well last year, is going to be establishing consistency on both sides of the ball. I mean, they, they lived and died by the big play, but they were totally inefficient last year on offense. And their defense ranked eighth in success rate for stopping other offenses, but ranked 126th in plays given up Ooh. over 20 yards. Ooh! So teams are like very explosive against them on average. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to grind on offense and stop living and dying by the big play, and they're going to need to stop getting gouged on defense to make this work. But they have a lot of pieces to work with, especially on offense. Their star, as you mentioned, Broussard is back, um, and he's going to. I think he's on a bunch of early Heisman lists. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be in the conversation. The Buffalo's receiving core. Maybe one of the strongest in the nation, especially at least in the conference. Maybe in the nation, they have Levante Chenault. Is that Lavishka Chenault's yeah, brother? I think so. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dimitri Stanley, who I think was their leading receiver last year, and is like a total league deep threat. And then they have a couple of young guys who can stretch the field and had like you know twenty average like you know seventeen to twenty yards per catch last year. Yeah. So they got they have some downfield threats. They have good possession guys, and then Levante Chenault, you know, is probably NFL bound. So I think Darrell and Chris Wilson can build on last year's decent run. If I had to, I would lean over if I had to bet this. But yeah. Uh, but you know, realistically, I'm staying away. Gotcha. Uh, next up, we have the Oregon State Beavers. Beeves. The Beeves. Uh over under four and a half. And once again, I don't know if this is because no one's betting it or if there's just having equal money on each side. So one mi- uh, minus one fifteen on both over it, under. I don't, yeah, I couldn't tell you for sure. Yeah. It feels like this is where the lines opened and I just haven't moved very much. But yeah. No 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 clue. So go ahead, Dingus. Give us the Beeves breakdown. <laughs> well, the Beeves have no shortage of quarterback options. That's right. Uh, they got Christian or Tristan Jebbia, yep, right? Yep. Chance Nolan, who looked really good last year in relief when Tristan went down. Sam Noyers transferred from Colorado, and he actually might be the favorite to start. Whoa. Um, I mean, maybe a slight favorite, but yeah. Um, but I've re- I was reading that like that he's done really well in in uh, practice. So, um, the passing game should be fine. Yeah. Although you have to wonder how much of their success last year was related to defense's king on Jamar Jefferson. Yeah. He yep. was really, really good. That's and true. He, and he's gone. So yep. um, the real trouble with the the um, the Beavers is that their defense was perennially perennially atrocious before Tim Tibisett took over last year, and then they managed to take a step 
back. So, <laughs> ooh. And, and tragically, they get most of their players back on that defense, Casey. So this might actually be a perfect uh, experiment for us. Yeah. Returning productivity theory, because you know it's not um it's not like they're experienced. They're not. It's not because the Beavers are are lacking experience, right? Yeah. They're lacking talent. Yeah, yeah. Is the problem true? True. So yeah. um you know if and it, you give me experience, give me a choice between experience and talent. I'm taking talent every single time. Yeah, yeah. You know because like. Like look at Spencer Rattler last year, yeah. totally inexperienced, yeah, hyper talented, yeah, you know. But like yeah. you for some four year starter like that dude at Duke who like <laughs> is experienced as hell, but he's experienced at sucking. You yeah, know? yeah. Like that's, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Anyway, I think that I think that um they they likely have six losses on this on this schedule, and I think Boulder in I think Colorado in Boulder is number seven to your point. Okay. I think Wazoo, Cal, or Stanford gets them. Maybe even two of those three. So I know f- five wins is too much for me. I would I would argue that you should take the under Legion. Okay, I think they're going to turn some heads. They what? return. Yeah, I think the, they return eight on offense, including Tristan Jebbia. So the reason why Neuer looked good in practice in spring is because Jebbia had a shoulder issue mm. and did not play yeah. during the spring at all. So then the other two got a lot more looks. So, but he's injury prone because he, he yeah oh yeah was his hamstring last yeah. year. Yeah, yep, absolutely. So. so like you said, Jamar Jefferson is gone, so they need to fill. They need to find a back to replace him. But the entire O line is back, and that should be able to help with that transition. The defense returns seven, <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> not good players. I'm gonna say should improve as well. Uh, How much? Uh, I think. Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know gotcha. anymore. I don't know anymore. Uh, I see three for sure wins: Hawaii, Idaho, and at Wazoo. Four losses. That means five toss-ups. Uh, first game they go to Purdue. I'm actually leaning a win for them. I haven't looked into Purdue. Are, are, I don't. I don't know. Is that one quarterback? Rondell's gone. But they have a really good other David like, Moore. David Moore is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, he's really good. He might be better than Rondell because he's different. He's, He's different. Well, he's taller and, and he's more of a reg, like a, a pure right, wide receiver. Right. Whereas Rondell is kind of like this little right. hybrid, right? Um, slot guy. But um, so I'm leaning a win for them. So that would put them at four, and I think they should be able to get another one out of these at Cal, at Colorado, home versus Stanford, home versus Arizona State. So I really like the over here. I think the Beavers are uh, have a good shot at going six and six and Ooh. making a bowl. What? Yeah, man. How are we so far apart today? I don't know. Just uh, looking at things differently, I guess. Next up, we have the California brown, bears. brown bears. The bears. That'd be cool if they're the brown bears. Um, over they're, under. They chased all the brown bears out of California. Oh, that's true. There's black bears though. I've seen them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the California black bears. Uh, over under is six. Over is plus one hundred, and the under is minus one thirty. So this is another team that I think is going to turn some heads. Their offense was bad last year, but they have eight back. Okay. So they should improve. <laughs> this is like, you're doing this on purpose, aren't you? Yeah, I think I am now. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, uh, the defense only has four back, but Will Cox knows how to coach defense. He, his defenses since he's gotten there have always been pretty good. I think they are the best of the lower pack teams in the Pac-12. Schedule-wise, I have five wins, four losses, and three toss-ups. Home versus Nevada is a toss-up for me. That's the very first game. I'm leaning. I think Nevada wins I that. Think, I think Nevada wins that, too. At Washington, I see this being a defensive struggle. Probably not a lot of points needed. Washington's going to blow the doors off. I don't know. We'll see. And home versus Oregon State. So I think it could push with the six here, um, and that's why I think the under is favored. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know how, pardon me, you can say much about Cal because it, you know this is another pack, yet another Pac-12 team that only played four yeah. games. Yeah. They lost three of them, 
but two of them were by a combined five points. And then they upset Oregon, who at the time was ranked 23rd. Yeah. And like you're right, Wilcox can coach defense, but the Bears' offense went three and out, get this, 42% of the time last year. Wow. No defense can hold up under that kind of strain. Yeah. It's not like they weren't scoring very much. They were going three and out almost half of the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, And here's another little nail in the coffin for the returning productivity theory. Chase Garbers, uh, you know, the Bears' quarterback, was 7-0 and when he played a full game in 2019. Yeah. And last year he he came back. Uh, he got most of his own line and his favorite target at wide receiver. A- any guesses as to, as to what happened in twenty twenty? He was great. He exploded all over the place. It was awesome. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, explode. it wasn't. They were terrible. They were. They, they went to one hundred twelfth in uh, passing success rate, seventy third in offensive S and P plus, and seventy eighth in total quarterback rating. Rank total quarterback rating. Um, you know, may, maybe they can turn it around this year. Maybe Garber just had an off year. I don't know, but like I would definitely, definitely not take the over in this in this situation. Absolutely not. All right. Next up, we have the Washington State Cougars. Over under is six. Over is minus one twenty, and the under is minus one ten. Yeah. So this fucking team. So before the Pac-12 media days, Coach Nick Rolovich. Rolo. We're calling him Rolo. 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 Keep rolling. Rolo. Rolo. Weird chocolates with gross caramel <laughs> on the inside. That's what, I, that's what he reminds me of. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, uh, announced that he was not going to get the COVID vaccine, so he would not be able to attend media days. The Washington State Administration announced that employees are mandated to get it, so they placed him on leave. No idea if he's coming back or not, and it's getting to be late summer. So I just don't think with something that crazy happening so close to the season is good for the team. So I think they're going to go under, under because, I mean, it's just going to be a shit show in Pullman all year. The They should beat uh, Utah State and Portland State right away. Then I think they only have two toss-ups, home versus Stanford and home versus Arizona. I mean, they can probably beat – they should beat Arizona even without a coach at all, actually. Um, I'm taking the under because I just don't see how they'll be able to stay focused mm. with all this going on with their coach. Well, I don't know. I'm going to be reading different stuff because from what I've found, the this Rolo – or this fact stuff with Rolo is much ado about nothing. He he attended media days virtually, right? And so, and like he's, you know, and he said he is fully supportive of vaccines and the vaccination effort is super proud of how Washington, the state of Washington is like, is like, because they're like 70% vaccinated. Sure. Uh, and he said, he said he has personal reasons for not getting the vax. So I don't know if those are like medically motivated reasons or politically motivated, but either way, I don't fucking care. And from the sound of it, his parent, his players don't give a shit either because they were like, we don't, we support our coach, man. Like, we don't care. Like in the media day, yeah, when yeah, he was asking. yeah, so yeah. I mean, I don't see that as being a promise. He's going to come back and coach. He's 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 agreed to like all these like, at least according to ESPN uh, oh, as okay. of today. Oh, okay, today, okay. The university said we support his decision. Okay, the uh, so they've backed away. The, yeah, the conference okay. is saying we're not going to mandate any vaccination protocols for anybody, which you know we agree or disagree. Um, you know, I, he's not coming out and being like fucking insane about no, it. No, 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 which, no, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, if he has reasons, I don't. I, I don't know what the hell his yeah. reasons are, and I don't really care. Yeah, I don't. I don't care either. I was just. I just last time I had read yeah, was that yeah. the administration had placed so him on leave. Yeah, so. so it sounds like they've resolved that. Okay, okay. And, and so, but you know, okay. the, 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 but the thing is, is though, like he he's been coaching um, with uh, with uh, this other guy. Uh, shit, what's his name? Brian Smith at Hawaii for like the last four okay. or five years. Yeah. So, so even if he, even if for whatever reason, 
you know, he was unable to coach or, or they fucking fired his ass for not getting the vaccine, which would be crazy. I think he's the highest paid uh, employee, employee in, in the in state of Washington. Washington. Yeah. So that'd be weird, but whatever. You know, stranger things have happened. But I'm just saying, like, there, I think there's still continuity there because yeah. okay, the gotcha. offense. Yeah. And that offense, you know, really did not fall off in terms of efficiency um, after Leach left, you know. So, like, so like the, the numbers those guys put up in four games were crazy, and I think they're going to be unstoppable offensively. Plus, I'd add to the mix, uh, you know, 1,500 all-purpose yards in the form of Max Borgie, who's one of the guys who was like, you know, I don't care about whatever. Like, I'm, I, you know, this is my coach, and, like, we're going to ride or die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, he missed most of 2020, so they add him back. And they also added uh, Jarrett uh, guaranteed to suck from <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> I'm not sure that helps him very much. Yeah, but the, yeah. Maybe a little depth, power five depth, could, you know, could help him out, you know, as a backup. But here's the thing. Their schedule is super soft, and I think they'll be favored in probably six or maybe even seven games this year. Oh, okay. Uh, and I just don't see it as much, and I don't I actually don't see Arizona State yeah. as a threat anymore because, yeah. you know, that's some, that's some real yeah. fucking turmoil there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I think continuity on the offense will be there even if Brian Smith has to take over. Um, and I, I, see, I see Wazoo returning to form this year, and I, I would strongly, strongly recommend the over. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't see that they had come to some kind of resolution, um, resolution with that, so... Yeah, I was just like, oh shit, it's fucking end of July, and he, they're like, you're on leave. I was like, <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, I don't know. Some, somebody must have been like, some boosters must have been like, no, he's not. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> we pay this yeah. salary. Like, yeah. nope. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I, I mean, whatever with Vag, but he just, he had come out and said he didn't want to get it, right. and, then, and then they're like, no, you have to, like, we're mandating all employees to get it. And then, Which and then, is, it, and, then it, and then it came back. It's weird that, I mean, actually, I agree. So, so it's, I was actually thinking about this. It's weird that like state institutions can tell you what to do, like for personal health choices. Like that's weird to me. But then I was like, wait, wait a minute. We like we make kids get vaccinated. Like, yeah. Schools make kids get yeah. vaccinated for all kinds of shit. So who fuck? Yeah. So why wouldn't they be able to do that in yeah. this case too? Yeah. Anyway, there's a debate I was having in my head like yeah. earlier. So yeah, who cares? Yep. Who fucking cares? Who Just, cares? Fucking just, just be interesting because the North sucks, you know. Yes, and play all the games. <laughs> right, like just don't <laughs> right. don't catch it and play all the games. No, so they better forfeit. Game. If you if you know if, oh, you, yeah. if you have like if you're doing like stupid shit yeah. and you're not you know like and you can't like feel the team. Yeah. You, oh, you, you don't you get forfeit. a free schedule. You better yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. forfeit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I completely agree with you too. I just want I just don't want shit to fucking mm-hmm. hit the fan and then we don't have football. Right. I hear you. So uh, all right, next up we have Arturo's favorite team, the UCLA oh, Bruins. Bruins a bear too, right? It is a bear. Yeah, it's a bears. It's a it's a big weird. There are bear. definitely no bears in Los Angeles, except <laughs> for like the hairy ones. There's a lot like, of chase squirrels around. Actually, there's a lot of bears <laughs> in true. LA. Arturo, no, he'd be a little otter. <laughs> That's right. Uh, over under would is would be <laughs> over under is seven minus one hundred five for the over minus one twenty five for the under. DTR is back along yep. with almost all the offense with him. The entire offensive line is back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the number two rushing team in the see, conference. Now that is a, see, that's what I want you to focus on. Like, you, tell me when people are returning from teams that were dominant. Okay. You know? Gotcha. Well, we're like, getting there. Okay. Getting there. Don't tell me teams are returning eight starters from a <laughs> last ranked They're, defense. They should be improved. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Never going to let that go. I got you. <laughs> I see where this is going. There we go. Uh, they also have ten back from a defense that was pretty average, so they should be improved. How's that sound? I spit my fucking burial. <laughs> um, I see seven wins on the schedule, only one loss for sure with Oregon in LA. Four toss ups, home versus LSU, probably a loss, but it's hard to say where LSU is going to be at this year. Oh, yeah, that's the weird one. So I don't know for sure. 
Um, but and, it, and it's in LA too, so mm. it's not in the it's not down mm-hmm. in the swamp. So they're not swamp, but the Death Valley. So uh, at Washington, at Utah, at USC. So if they can just get one of those toss up games, they can get to eight and go over. And I think they're gonna push for the division title. Chip mm. Kelly looks to have a really mm. good team this year. Yeah, I I agree. Six wins is feasible if uh, if Kelly can keep it rolling. The Bruins made huge gains offensively last year, as you pointed out, especially in uh, the percentage of times they went three and out. And focus on this for some reason this week. I don't know why. Anyway, twenty five percent of the time they went three and out. That's eighteenth in the FBS, and that's a result of what Kelly's known best for, I think, which is a dynamic and highly efficient running attack. Right, like. Oregon, we think about Marcus Mariota and like how well he played as a quarterback. We forget that those teams were running the ball. Oh yeah, like they were tearing off like eight yard average, like year in and year out. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they were such a crazy efficient running game that opened oh, yeah. up the entire offense. Oh yeah, and we're starting to see it a little bit, and so it's kind of exciting. The big question mark is on defense, but you know, if if the offense can can sustain drives and, and be efficient, like Kelly's known for. And not put their defense in tough spots. You know, twenty five percent of the time going three and outs. You know, really highly ranked. So, if they can do that and carry their momentum forward, which I think they can, seven and eight is possible. Maybe even higher. I, I wouldn't go much higher than eight, though. No, no, I don't think so. Next up, we have the USC Trojans. Over under is eight and a half. The over is surprisingly at uh, one hundred plus one hundred, and the under is minus one thirty. Yeah, I don't necessarily understand that. Yeah. Um, things were uh, not looking good for old Clay in the beginning. No. Dude started 11 and 19. Ooh, uh, that sounds like somebody else I know yeah, exactly. around here. Yeah, But <laughs> unlike somebody else around here, he's been on a heater recently, winning 10 out of the last 13. Whoa. Yeah, they snuck up on a couple of teams early last year. Uh, you know, won a couple close ones. And I remember, you know, all of us, you know, from this group being a little skeptical uh, of USC, but they finished strong. I mean, fuck, dude, like Slovis put up 2,000 yeah. yards and 17 touchdowns in six games. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's on pace for 4,035 <laughs> touchdowns, bro. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. With, with Slovis and a pair of Big 12 running backs transferring in and adding, in, you know, they're going to be adding instant depth to the running game. The defense is going to need to improve, but I think, you know, you know, there's probably eight or seven or eight players from their average defense that are going to really improve. Yeah, I'm isn't, probably going to talk about it. It's probably pretty good. Isn't that, isn't that what happens? Like, they're going to improve, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you get eight guys back from an average defense, and they suddenly become, like, number one in the nation, something like that? Yep. Anyway, uh, I think that this is maybe the team that has the best chance to uh, to make a run for the playoff. I think that oh. the, I think the odds are low. I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily likely. I just think it's the best. This is the team. This, this is going to be one of the best offenses in the country. Yes. Um. And so uh, it, it's all about the defense. If the defense can, can hack it, they're going to make a run. Um. Eight and a half is too low for me. I, I would take the over in this situation. Yeah. Hey, Dingus. Y- yep. Cleden Slovis for Heisman. Kendon? Kendon? Isn't it Cleden? I don't think so. Cleden? Cletus? Cletus? Cletus Slovis? Cletus Slovis. Cletus Slovis. <laughs> Cletus Slovis. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. That's the new name. <laughs> Cletus Slovis. Heisman. Uh, Your Heisman winner. Uh, I, you, you, no. I don't. Well, maybe. I don't know. I just thought you'd be all over it. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I have to think about it. I haven't even thought about Heisman's. So we all know who the OC is and what he can do. This Graham offense, Harrell. Grant, there you go. That's my boy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the offense is going to be very potent. The mm-hmm. offense is seven back. Um, they do have to replace a couple of productive yeah, wide receivers, but it's USC, yep. so they should just reload. Exactly. See, now you're getting it. Yeah. The defense was pretty decent last year in the 40s in all four major defensive categories, um, and they have six back. So yep. that you know, pretty pretty decent numbers back from a defense that was 
you know, better than average. Yep. Above okay. average. Okay. Schedule wise, I see nine wins with three toss ups. Uh, those being a home versus Utah. Then the next week going to Notre Dame. So those back to back games are going to be super tough. Then home versus UCLA. So I really like the overs here, and I think they can win the division. Like you were saying, and Graham Harrell will either become a head coach oh, or go oh. to the NFL as an OC. Maybe. Then Slovis and Harrell will be gone. Ooh. Then USC will finally be able to get rid of Helton in 2022. <laughs> okay. I like it. Next up, we have the Utah Utes uh, over under 8.5, minus 140 for the over and plus 110 for the under. So this team should be pretty good. They hit the jackpot in the transfer market. TCU quarterback Charlie oh. Brewer transferred in along with Oklahoma running back TJ yeah, Pleasure yeah, yeah. and LSU running back Chris Curry. Yep. So the running game should be solid. Uh, the defense under Winningham has always been pretty good. They did rank 99th in pass defense last year, so I expect that to be the focus of this offseason. They have eight returning on that D, so I do expect them to be better. Um, I think they have... Their core, I think they have their secondary back, and with them focusing on that, I do think that that will be better. Yeah. Um, I have eight for sure wins. In fact, they will be 4-0 and before they travel to USC for a toss-up mm. game. I'm actually leaning a loss for the Utes there. Uh, other toss-ups, home versus uh, Arizona State, mainly because I have no idea what they're going to do, and more on them next. Home versus UCLA, uh, I think that's going to be a really, really good game. And home versus Oregon, which Utah, I think, is probably going to lose. But I do like Utah to win at least one of those toss-ups. I think minimum 9-3 and three this season for Utah, so over. Man, we're so close to finally agreeing on something tonight. I don't know about I do I don't know about a four zero start and the only the only the only wrinkle on that is a night game in Provo oh, the early ho- the in the ho- year the holy war yeah and and I know that you know Zach Smith is gone but it's still a rivalry game yeah, at night that's true yeah you know and it, granted it's down the road but it's just going to be crazy is my point so I don't know if they survive they get Wazoo at home I'm telling you Wazoo is going to be pretty good this year I know you don't believe me but but you're right if, if they get through that early slate the schedule sets up very nicely like because like you said the rest of the the rest of the tough games are in all in Salt Lake yeah. And so, you know, what I can find out, what I find incredible is exactly what you mentioned is what, is what Whittingham did in the offseason. You mentioned Brewer and Pledger, Pledger or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. from the Big 12. But he also brought in another quarterback and a wide receiver from the Big 12. Whoa. My dude is basically like, fuck it, I can't recruit <laughs> athletes to run our offense. I'm just going to import an entire fucking offense from the Big 12. Not a bad nope. plan at all, nope. Kyle. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a this is a 9 or 10 win season. Uh, and if, you know, this, this is another team that, that you know, if, if the – Offseason moves pay off, you know it's it's a team that has an outside shot at a, at a playoff look. Yeah, I mean outside, but like not impossible because especially they could they could easily run this slate I mean, if they beat Oregon and USC, and USC then, then they're in. Yeah, they're in the and they're going to win the Pac-12 and they're going to get a look at it. Yeah, yeah. If Utah goes undefeated and wins the Pac-12 and beats Oregon and USC, because then they have to probably beat Oregon again, well Oregon or Washington, right? In the in the conference yeah, again, uh, yeah, again. And so, so I mean, you could see it. It's not like I said, the odds are against it. Yeah. But it's not a, it's not it's not like it's been in the previous years where you're like <laughs> there's no team in the back twelve that even has a fucking chance. Yeah. So yeah. Next up we have the Arizona State Ooh. Sun Devils. <laughs> over under is nine. <laughs> uh, minus one fifteen for both the over and the under. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the wheels appear to be falling all the way off in Tempe. Oh my god. Due to some allegedly major recruiting violations, but I don't know, I have no idea. What that entails. Do you? Yeah, they were having people on um, campus when they weren't supposed to be having. That's it? Uh, and and no they were like way. meeting with coaches. That is and... not the main. Those aren't. No. No way. Yeah, because it, well, it was a dead period. 
Like you can't, you couldn't have Those anybody are on major campus. Major recruiting violations. Yeah. Duke and North Carolina. Did they even get punished for having professors help? Basketball no. players cheat on their fucking exams. No, but it's not. But it's Arizona. So here, here's the reason why that happens, though, is because Duke and North Carolina are like major basketball programs. But this is why the NCAA needs to be disbanded because, like, apply your fucking rules, dude. Having recruits on campus earlier is benign. It's meaningless. Having professors engage in systematic cheating to help basketball players stay on the court is corrupt as fuck. Like, I, there's yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. And if that's, that's, if that's seriously what they're being, like, fuck that. Because, like, you're ruining these kids' like, entire college. I mean, you know, they're the players. Like, yeah. you're fucking their whole, the continuity of the entire play. And plus, you know, uh, Herm has a fucking awesome team going this year. Yeah. Like, he has a legitly, a legit, like, dangerous team. Yeah. And... I thought they were like paying players and like having them like screw prostitutes and like mm, doing coke on camera and stuff. No, no, no. This was like they were having because it was like the dead period, and so they were oh you were supposed to have. God, so it's a technical rule violation based on like some arbitrary bullshit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't wait for the NCAA to get disbanded, and all those old fucks can like go eat a dick. <laughs> They can't pack their bags fast enough. I can't. I, now I'm for the super conference. The SEC can just take control of this shit. And like, <laughs> hopefully that'll just be the fucking final nail in the coffin for these old boomer fucks. Sorry, I'm that pisses me off. Uh, anyway, um, like I said, Herm Herm has a dangerous team. Hopefully he can work through this bullshit and get these assholes like to leave him the fuck alone. That rushing attack last year was insane. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they yeah. played four games. So again, small sample size, but in those four games, they amassed over a thousand yards and sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, Jaden Daniels is a beast of a dual threat quarterback. Rashad White averaged that, yeah. ten yards yep. a carry yeah. Yeah, and five dude. touchdowns in four games. He also cooked up a ninety-three yard run if you need it. Um, oh, and he also led the receiving in receiving too. Oh my god. god, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, fucking crazy. Um, all that, and they they have a good defense, a solid defense, but the, here's they have a ton of depth, especially in the back end of the secondary. Which they had some injury problems last year, and so they struggled at times. But they're going to be healthy, and I think they're going to be truly excellent in the secondary. Really tough to pass against. Their run game was shitty, or their run defense was pretty shitty last year. So they need to shore that up. But uh, I think they go over nine wins. I also think if Herm can keep the the dam from busting wide open at the start of the season, uh, this is another team that that's going to press in this conference for for um, you know conver- to, to win the conference championship game. But, but I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna have to. He's gonna have to fucking somehow keep this team together because if things fall apart and they get these major like sanctions or whatever, people are just gonna transfer out of there. And well, the whole yeah. Thing's gonna fucking. Collapse. I'm surprised there hasn't been a lot of transfers coming. I think out. they're just waiting to see like, yeah. how it comes of it. That's true. Yeah, like you're saying, Herm Stew may not be cooking up so well this <laughs> season. Might be boiling over. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just saying Arizona State hosting recruits. I there may be some other ones. Um, and I just don't know what they are, but there was like stuff like that. In fact, he opened Pac-12 Media Days by saying that they are under an investigation, and he can't comment on it. Yeah. Um, with this kind of dis- distraction, I think it's really hard to judge how they will do this year. You, you know, they do have a ton back on that offense, including Jaden Daniels, who you said. Um, uh, like, and I, more importantly, I think it's Rich Richard. White, yeah, and that dude is really good. And he has two guys in the backfield with him too, who are yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, so the defense is a little more tricky. They were number one in the conference in scoring defense, right. but ninth in rushing and passing, and eighth in total. Okay, and I think that seventy to seven beatdown of Arizona really skewed that scoring hey, look number. At you being a statistician, yeah, four game sample, 
holds one team to seven points. It just it, absolutely yeah. skews it. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Casey. Thank You're you. Finally learning something. Thank you. So they are a middle of the road defense. I see six for sure wins and That's five it? five toss ups. What? Uh, they get they benefit from avoiding Oregon and Cal. Right. Uh, toss ups home versus Colorado. Yep. At Utah, I'm leaning a loss. At Washington, leaning a loss. I don't and know about at Washington. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State. State. Not a loss. That's not a loss. So uh, I think they'll no need way. they'll need four of those five to get to nine. So give me the under, and I think they finish fourth. They're going to the beat Oregon State by four touchdowns. That's an absolute blowout. I don't know. I do. Well, it's going to be hard if Herm Edwards gets fired the week before. No, that's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the wrinkle on this one. But I no, if he if he says like do that that offense is going to be impossible to stop. Because like I know I know like Jaden Daniels was wasn't great like passing the ball last year, but he's yeah. but you know he's got a year under his belt, and he I think he was second on the team or maybe led second. the team second on the team second, in rushing, yeah. behind a guy who ran for like five or six hundred yards in yeah. four games, you yeah. know yeah, and he was and he think he ran for like four or five hundred yards in addition to throwing for you yeah, know. and I think you know he wasn't he wasn't bad he just wasn't like great as yeah. a passer, but that's yeah. fine if you're a dual threat guy. That's what you're expected to do. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 here's another one we're disagreeing, but I really like, I really like uh, Arizona State. If, if Herm, <laughs> I think you're fucking fired. Hey, do you know who Arizona State's defensive coordinator is? No. Antonio Pierce. Who's that? Like linebacker for the old linebacker for the oh, New York Jets, right. New York Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it was last year. It was Antonio Pierce. They were co-defensive coordinators. Antonio Pierce and Marvin Lewis. Marvin oh, Lewis man. was a defensive coordinator. So he's just bringing in a bunch of dudes he knows from the fucking <laughs> the league. NFL, yeah. <laughs> he's doing. Uh, Marvin Lewis is not there anymore, I don't yeah. think so. Uh, next up, we have the Oregon Ducks. Uh, over under is nine. Over is minus 130, and under is plus 100. This makes total sense to me. This is the best team in the league. I think their defense is going to be really, really good. They were only middle of the road last year, but they do get seven back. But here's the thing with, with the... So the the high-end recruits from Cristobal's first two classes, so they were both like top five classes, are now leading the way. In fact, the, the best player, the best player in the league, Thibodeau or in the nation, Thibodeau, is a defensive end, and he's going to have tons of sacks and all this stuff. Um, Offensive-wise, uh, they do have to replace a quarterback, but the other skill positions return most of their production. Plus, Joe Moorhead is their OC, and he has a full yeah. year to get things going. Um, and I like Joe Moorhead as an OC. He's yeah, really he's good. good. Um, so I think the offense is going to zoom this year. Schedule-wise, I think they have 10 wins, only two toss-ups. They do have to go to the Horseshoe, Ohio yeah. State, second week of the season. So I think there's going to be a fantastic barometer for both programs uh, coming into the year. I think that one is going to be a really close game. The other toss-up is at Utah. So, yeah, over, I like them to win the division and play USC in the title game, and I think they win. I think Oregon wins the whole conference. See, I would put their toss-ups as UCLA, Utah, Washington, and Ohio State. Uh, I think Ohio State's probably a loss. I would just chalk that up as a yeah, loss. Yeah, I mean, you probably. Uh, but Utah is going to give these guys all they can handle. Uh, yeah, that's why I have a toss-up. Yeah. yeah. Washington, though, uh, uh, Bill Conley has is a 51% uh, game. So that's yeah. a total toss up. Yeah. Yeah. UCLA is a definite leaner, sixty four percent against uh UCLA. So yeah. so or, you know, sixty four percent chance of, of um of Oregon winning that game. Yeah. But UCLA snuck up on a couple of people last year. That's and true. Oregon fucked up and dropped whoever that was the I can't remember who we talked about, but point being, I think that uh, you know, the the ducks are gonna be projected underdogs. If you accord if you look at this, they're gonna be projected underdogs against for, for Ohio State and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you know they have four 
rough road trips. Yeah. So, uh, you know, definitely one loss against Ohio State. Maybe another one, depending on how the season goes. That's two. So ten wins, and the and the and the total is what nine? Nine. That's razor thin. They they have to be perfect. Um, I mean, they have you know they have a lot of for sure wins: Stony Brook, Arizona, Fresno State, Oregon State, Cal. I mean, their schedule is soft, up, yeah. except for the the back end of it or whatever, mm. which is going to be or well the front end. Yeah, yeah they have Ohio State. State, but anyway, point being, I, you know, I, you're right. I think their their defense is going to be really really good, and that's going to help them, especially you know establishing because you know, Crystal Ball doesn't run the same sort of like high powered. No, it's offense, but yeah, Moorhead's a really nice selection yeah. for that, right? Yeah. Because because remember he had like Saquon Barkley yeah. and uh, you know those guys at yeah. Penn State, and they were their offense was it was like it was like a power RP, it was like a RP it was power RPO or something. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of dope. Yeah. I liked watching it. Uh, I think it, it, yeah, Tyler, replacing Tyler Show yeah Show is going to be tough. Um, but they have, I think they have a blue chip, uh, Ty Thompson, freshman blue chip mm-hmm. coming in. I, I, th- I think he's going to start from the sound yeah. of it. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it's just a matter of, of he, he can come along. So early on in the season, he's, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Where like, you know, Oklahoma lost early on and looked yeah. kind of shitty early on. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the season, like they were he national caliber champion yeah. team. Yeah. It, it might be like that where you have a young guy who's, you know, going to be a stud. But struggles early, so you know if they can get through that early rough patch, you know, or if they can get him like if they can get his teeth cut, cut have him cut his teeth or whatever, I think it'll be good. Yeah, right. On. Next up, we have, and finally, actually, this is the last team we have the Washington Huskies. Over under is nine. Over is uh, plus one hundred five, and the under is minus one thirty five. So I don't know of of all the teams from last year. You know, uh, Washington's felt the most kind of like unrequited, I guess, is the word you, uh, not you would use, but I would use because yeah. I'm an ex-English major. Uh, the Huskies won the North at three and one, and then uh, we're just like, ah, fuck it. We can't play because yeah. of COVID. <laughs> like, just, the season just like stopped, you know, it was mm-hmm. weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, according to, uh, I mean, they were a good team last year though, right? According to, according to Bill Conley, like, like you know, they they uh, are projected to finish at eleventh uh, in S and P, which is you know top yeah. t- a top ten team in, in that in that regard. They have uh, a ton of wins because their schedule is super soft. Arkansas State, Montana, yeah, yeah. Arizona, mm-hmm. Cal, mm-hmm. Stanford. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, those that's those are all wins. Washington State, Oregon State, Colorado, and UCLA. None of those teams are going to beat them. None of them. Yeah, I don't know. I have those. I don't know. I have. Who? I'm gonna get. We'll get into mine. I mean, possibly. I have Cal. I have Cal and U- UCLA Cal? and no Mich- and Michigan as toss ups. No way, I, dude. I mean, Washington's offense last year was was like super efficient. 25th in, exce- in success rate, fifth uh, and three and out rate. I mean, they have they have a, they have a young quarterback, Dylan Morris, but he completed 61 percent of his passes. Yeah, I, and, and they're going to be a solid team. You know, like I, I just I don't understand how that like I don't understand how these like shitty or like mid tier. Uh, teams are gonna are gonna hang with them. They had a pretty decent run last year, so yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know. They, they, I'm just saying, like, they're a good team. They're a solid team. They recruit well. Um, they have a good coach, and and so I, it's just, it's hard for me to see how. Well, I don't know if it's a good coach. We don't why? know if it's a good coach yet. Well, last year was his first year. Yeah, I mean that's true. But like, yeah. But they well, you know three and one and yeah, sure. And like I don't know. I just think the only toss ups that I that I that, that I would. C is like it, it, Arizona State, but only depending again. This is like the like like before where 
if Arizona State is in a bunch of turmoil, that's not a toss up yeah. anymore. No, no, I don't have Arizona State. They, I think they beat Arizona State. They have State. to play Michigan. Yeah, at Michigan. At Michigan. Yeah. But Michigan sucks. Second second game of the season. Second, so okay. we'll see. Okay, so we'll see. Yep. Young guy on yep. the road in a yep. tough place to play. Yep. But Michigan's been down, and I don't sure. know. And we're, we're going to talk about them coming up. Yeah. But I, I don't know that I have a lot of hope that Michigan gets this thing figured out yeah. anytime soon. I agree with you. I agree. So so I'm not sure that uh, I'll lean toss up, but it could that, that pop possibly very likely goes in the win category. Yeah. And like Oregon is, is a loss. And, but si- or maybe yeah. not even a loss. Maybe yeah. a toss up. No, I think Oregon's a loss. Yeah. Fine. That's one loss yeah. on yeah. the schedule. Yeah. Right and yeah. and so yeah I don't I, yeah I think I think that this is going to be they're good, Oregon's going to win that that division, but Washington is going to be yeah a, a close a close second yeah no I actually uh, uh, you know kind of agree with you I mean we disagree on some of the toss ups but so the Huskies are one of the teams that they only played four games they had a brand new coach last year so it's just really hard to see what they have going right. uh, the offense was just middling last year but they returned most of their production from from them from then oh and Dingus you'll like this. They did sign five-star quarterback uh, Sam Heward. Oh, son, oh. son of Damon and nephew of Brock. Nice, dude. Yeah. The Heward line continues. That's right. So this is like but, your new yeah. favorite. This is this is go right with Brett Ripon. Yep, this is my new this is my new guy. Yep. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So uh, I do expect the offense to be serviceable. Uh, the defense was pretty good last year. As usual, right? Again, yeah. Again, f- uh, the only four games, okay. but. They do have seven back. You're using my argument against me. I know. <laughs> so they do have seven back uh, from that. Schedule-wise, I do see eight wins, three toss-ups, uh, and the one loss at Oregon, uh, to Oregon. Toss-ups, like we were saying, at Michigan second week. I think it's going to be a really interesting game for both teams. It's going to be a really interesting game. Sure. The second week of the season seems to be loaded for some reason right now with games. Oregon, Ohio State, Washington, Michigan. I when think there's does, a few does others. Clemson and Georgia? When they, yeah. They play early on too, right? First or second week. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then I think home versus uh, home versus Cal because I think Cal's got a Cal is good enough to upset some teams I think this year, and then home versus UCLA. So I think they can get at least one of those for yeah. sure. Uh, two is definitely in the realm of possibility to get the over. So like we were saying, they probably get Michigan and they'll probably get Cal. Um, so I like the price in the over. So I say why not? Uh, okay. Most most All likely right. I think they push, but. If you're gonna if you're gonna go for it, go for the over. Yeah, the price is right. Now you're talking. So yeah, that's what I like. So there you go, everybody. Is that there's, it? There's a, that's it. Man, I know it's a lot. I really I really got after you about the uh, returning um, productivity thing. So I hope I hope you had your feelings hurt, and I hope that you feel like less intelligent now. Uh, no, and no, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, no. I no, I really. Uh, I agree with you, actually. Like, what else are we supposed to fucking talk about? Right no, no, no. I get it. No, like yeah. ta- I get it. Like, yeah. I know why everyone talks about it right yeah. now because it's just like, that's the like I said, it's, the, own, it's the only known variable that we have, right? You know, is the players that played last year. Well, I mean, you also know like recruiting, right? Which yeah. factors into like, but you don't know how those you, recruits the are transfers. Gonna, yeah, the transfer, the transfers you know you would know more about. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't, you know. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, th- it seems like there are things that we could also pay attention to if we're trying to measure a team's I, I don't know what like experience or like how you know predict how productive they're going to be we have to factor in more than just clearly we have to factor in more than just returning players returning players yeah we have to factor in wiener size okay right okay. I think okay. I don't do, have, is have, it, has it been tested is, I don't know I was a little shy about saying it <laughs> We're recording. Uh, we're recording in Casey's uh, studio, and his daughter's having a sleepover. I'm not sure how many penis jokes I'm supposed to make. <laughs> so, 
I'm going to stop saying the word penis. I actually <laughs> feel like, like I'm blushing. In that case, see you later. Bye. Boners. Oh, God. First off, we are going to go with the Orison. Give you a 12 pack of my wiener for free. Okay, oh, right great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. I don't even know what that means. I don't, I don't either. It's pretty weird, though. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Where is it? Up your butt. Stop hey. it. You stop it right Up now. your butthole. <laughs> I can't believe anyone likes you. That's amazing. Up your butthole. I like your shirt, by the way. Asking about my butthole. Thank um, you.